the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. The Lord is speaking to us on the priority of prayer. A promise is good, but it's not enough. You have to pray to procure the promise. Prayer procures the promises of God. Prayer is a divine decree. Prayer is a command, is a mandate, is a rule, is a law. If prayer is an order, then it's not an option. Now listen to this. And this is to underscore to emphasize, to clarify and amplify the truth of the word of God that is being communicated to us. Even though your heavenly father knows your needs and has even promised to do them, you still need to ask him to fulfill his promise. There are many instances, examples of this in the scripture. Let's quickly look at Luke 24. Luke 24 verses 46 to 49. This is when Jesus rose from the dead, you know, after the resurrection, Jesus Christ speaking with his disciples, talking to them. And in this instance, the scripture said, Luke 24, 46 to 49, Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Jesus Christ told them, wait. Tarry there means wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Tarry, wait in the city of Jerusalem. Why? Because you need power to do what I've commissioned you to do, to be my witnesses, to evangelize, to propagate this this good news. You need power, you need help to do what I've asked you to do. That is why you need to tarry, to wait in the city of Jerusalem. And what is the promise of the Father? What is the promise of the Father? Was it a promise of money? Was this a promise of new clothes so that you can go out to preach? If it's in our days, we'll be asking for some new cars, transportation to be able to go and preach. 
some cell phones so that we can you know, track different things so that you know, we'll be able to, to, to do what we want to do, what the Lord is asking us to do. No, the promise was not a promise of money, was not a promise of new clothes, was not a promise of anything. It was a promise of what? Power from on high, a promise of the Holy Spirit. If we read Acts 1 from verse 4 to verse 5, Acts 1 from verse 4 to verse 5, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. This is saying the same thing, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, that you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So, the promise of the Father. God has promised something. God has promised power. God has promised the Holy Spirit to the disciples. And Jesus, Jesus is instructing them here, wait, wait for you to receive the promise. Wait to receive the promise. Wait in the city of Jerusalem. Tarry in the city of Jerusalem. And what were they supposed to be doing while waiting? Amen. If, God, if somebody says to you, wait, wait, wait until you receive you know, a phone call of a new job. Wait until you, know, you receive a mail, a letter in the mail. What will you be doing while waiting? Maybe you'll be pacing up and down because it's a great promise. You know, a new job is coming. A new job is coming. Now you're not, you're not going to be able to sleep, you know, because you just wonder what job that is. Wow, it's going to be great. Oh, you're going to be so peaceful. You're going to be so peaceful. Wow. Yes, there's a promise. I'm going to receive a letter of a promotion, a letter of a new job. Wow, I don't have to do anything. Let's party. Let's go sleep. God has promised me. Let me sleep. Let me watch the TV. Let's party. You call everybody together. Let's party. God has promised me. It's coming. It's coming. I got a new job. I got a new job. It's a promise. It's a promise. I'm going to get a letter in the mail. Amen. Jesus Christ say, wait. There is a promise coming. There is something coming to you. You're going to receive power. You're going to receive the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive the promise of God. Wait. What were they supposed to be doing? What were they supposed to be doing? Praying. Amen. Yes, you got it. They were supposed to be praying. They were supposed to be praying. Even though we don't even read it in the scripture where Jesus Christ said specifically to them, make sure you are praying. But you see, they were able to understand that from the teachings of Jesus. For the past three years, they were able to understand that, and especially his words in this particular moment after resurrection. They were able to understand that. They understood that. Acts 1, 12 to 14 says it clearly to us what they did. God promised them. What did they do? What the disciples, what did they do with the promise? Then they returned. This is Acts 1, 12 to 14. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, 
and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, not Judas Iscariot. Then verse 14 says, These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Amen. Wow. It was not just the twelve. Wow. It was actually about 120 of them that went into the upper room praying. Believe this upper room was the same place where Jesus Christ washed their feet, where Jesus Christ, you know, had the last supper with them, where he talked to them about many things and where he prayed for them. The same place they went back to. And when they had entered the place, the scripture says, these all continued. Continued means they didn't just start it. Amen. They were already praying. You can see them even praying, coming back from Mount Olivet. Amen. But they just continued. Hallelujah. They continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. In one accord with pr- in prayer and supplication. What were they praying for? Were they praying for, you know, some blessings? God bless me with new car. God bless me with new clothes. God protect us from... No. What were they praying for? They were praying for the Holy Spirit. They were praying for power. Power to do what? Holy Spirit to do what? So that no, they can be celebrated, so that they can be famous. No. What were they praying for? They were ultimately praying for what? Salvation of souls. Amen. The prayer, the supplication. What was it for? For the Holy Spirit. To do what? So that they can look good? Look better? No. It's ultimately for what? Salvation of souls. Amen. So the same same divine truth that we've been talking about is shown to us again in this place. Prayer is necessary for the advancement of divine purposes. Prayer is necessary for the advancement of divine purposes. The disciples, not just the disciples, not just the apostles, but the women, the brothers of Jesus, all of them, about 120 of them gathered together, praying. Not for one day, not for two days, not for three days, not for four days, not for five days. About ten days they waited praying and praying and praying and praying for the promise. If it's you and I, you said you will send it. Why am I waiting so long? You said you will send it. It's still not in the mail. This is the fifth day. I've been waiting for days. The post office doesn't take, take this long. Even if it's from California... It will take this long. Why is it wait? Why is why is it taking so long? Nah. If you know God has promised it, continue in prayer. Amen. God promised Abraham. How long did it take? How long did it take? Anybody? God promised Abraham. How long did it take for Abraham, Sarah, and Abraham to receive the promise of God? How old was he when God called him out? 75 years old. How old was he when Isaac was born? 100 years old. 25 years he was waiting. Amen. It's not that it takes God a long time to do anything. doesn't take a moment for God to do anything. But most of the time, God is waiting on us. God is waiting on us. We are not ready. 
He's waiting for us to get over there. He's waiting on us to, to do something, to get over there, to move. Um, you know, he's waiting on us to get into the right place, to be in the right position, in the right frame of mind, um, to be in the right place to do what he has promised for us. He's now, he's, he's waiting on us. It's not that we are waiting on him, really. Amen. No matter how long it takes, keep on praying. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.